Welcome to Transparency and Truth, a safe space for growth-seeking women. Here, we reframe the narrative, rewrite the story, and move from stuck to successful in all ways for always. I am your host, Takenya Hampton, a growth and development coach helping you transform the relationship you have with yourself by releasing self-sabotaging beliefs and negative self-talk while leaving the prison of past mistakes and lessons to embrace the beauty of today and the days ahead. Here, we will have authentic, relatable conversations that include myself and other guests with fresh perspectives, ideas, and ways of doing things. Sometimes in the middle of the struggle, sometimes at the point of overcoming, but always an inspiration. The journey doesn't have a final destination, but we are here for the ride and ready to grow through it and not just go through it. Want to learn more about what we talk about on the show today? You can always meet me over at tokenyahampton.com. Now let's get into today's show. Hey, hey, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Transparency and Truth. On last week's episode, I got the chance to sit down and chat with my friend, Siobhan Sudbury of the Be Free Project. And we both shared about our friendship breakup experiences and how they have impacted us. If you have not checked out that episode, I absolutely recommend that you do go and check out that episode. It will be linked in the show notes for today's show. But on that episode, I shared that even though my experience with the friendship breakup was years ago, um, I still mourn the loss of those two friendships. And I actually have not fully taken the time to process it. Life has just kind of had other things that has kind of got to the front of the line, so to speak. And if I'm being honest, a part of me was probably holding out Um, hoping that it wasn't in fact a breakup, but that it was maybe just taking some time or uh, more of an unresolved issue. But I know that there is still some work that I need to do um, around the loss of those friendships. So on today's show, I wanted to kind of pick up from that part of our conversation and talk about different ways to help you heal from the experience of a friendship breakup. So let's get into it. Now, when a romantic relationship comes to an end, you probably experience some sort of empathy or sympathy from those that are around you, be it your family, your friends, coworkers, whoever. Um, They typically are able to hold space for all of the things that you may be feeling or experiencing as a result of a romantic relationship breakup, right? However, in the event that there is a friendship breakup, a lot of times people may not even notice that you are going through anything. And that could be in part to the fact, at least for my situation, I don't think that I really shared a whole lot about what I was experiencing and what I was feeling outside of talking to my husband about it. But then also, I just think that people have a tendency to look at it like, girl, it's a friend. 
you know, get over it, move on, make new friends, whatever. Um, I think that even though friendships are essential to our existence, we oftentimes fail to give them the attention that they actually deserve and need um, to flourish because it is a relationship. And so they do need attention and, and, and whatnot. Um, it can be especially difficult when you start growing apart or even if you have a fight and things end um, on a not so good note with a close friend. And if you're angry, upset, or just feeling all of the feels because a friendship is coming to an end, um, I want to help offer you some tips with dealing with your feelings and being able to just move on. So the first couple of tips that I'm going to share here are around reflection and insight. And then the last few will be more around how you can take action. So my first tip for um, moving on and healing uh, after a friendship breakup is embracing change. So friendships naturally have an ebb and flow and they may bloom and fade as you move from like one stage of life to the next. And so like for me, for instance, I know in my friendship group, I was one of the first to have a kid. And I remember feeling very misunderstood and unrelatable because the things that my friends were experiencing was not that of what I was experiencing as a new mom. And even in a reflection conversation with one of my friends here recently, I was explaining to her how I felt um, really alone and outside of my friendship circles because I felt like nobody could relate to the stage that I was in in life. And she was saying, like, I never knew that you felt that way. She was like, and I don't even know that I really looked at it that way. But I definitely know, like, when I would come over and see you or whatever, I'd be like, dang, girl, you got a whole baby. You know, meanwhile, my only concern was the fact that I had to get up and go to work because I stayed out too late at the club or something, right? And so in that regard, she was able to see like, Dag, I could see how you might have felt that way. And we definitely were in, you know, different stages. But I think that it's important that you still recognize the milestones that are happening in your life um, and the changes that are happening in your life, regardless of what is happening in your friendships. So you still need to celebrate the progress that you are experiencing and the things that you are experiencing in your own life, even if that means that your circles are going to change. For me, for example, my circles did shift a little bit once I became a mom. I started embracing friendships with other women who were around my age and who also had children because our conversations were relatable. We were talking about and experiencing a lot of the same things and that gave me a space to feel seen and heard, right? So the next thing that I want to offer as a tip is to go inward. And that's always um, important in the end of any relationship or any life change, really. It's important that you go in and examine yourself and your feelings and your thoughts and also look at your own patterns, like be really honest about the role that you may have played in the end of that relationship, what you are experiencing, 
And maybe in future situations, you would handle things differently. And so it's really important to take the time to reflect over those things so that in future friendships or relationships, you actually are able to show up differently, whether that needs to be better or whether it needs to be that you pull back some, um, whatever that different is for you, you can only figure out what that is by taking the time to go inward and reflect. My next tip is to learn to acknowledge conflict. Um, ending a relationship is sometimes the best choice. Sometimes it's the only choice. But sometimes we lose friendships and relationships because we're afraid to address sensitive matters or we want to avoid conflict. I think that learning to resolve conflict is such an essential life skill, not even just in friendships, but in relationships, in working relationships, in all things, you have to be able to learn how to acknowledge conflict in a constructive manner. And so learning to resolve conflict may help you to revive the friendship. Like maybe it's not even at an end. Maybe it just needs to have a really hard conversation that you've avoided. Um, you may be able to revive the friendship or at least be better prepared for your next challenge within your existing or new friendships. So my next tip here is to honor and cherish the memories that you have from that friendship, right? Like every part of your life makes up the whole story. And so oftentimes I think that, you know, when we have a breakup, whether it be in a romantic relationship or in a friendship, we want to just black out that chapter of our life. We'll go on social media and delete pictures and, you know, try and act like that part of our life did not exist. I think that it's important that you remember the happy times, even if you know, you guys aren't going to be making future memories together. Those experiences and things that you had happen with that person are an integral part of your story. And hold on to those things. Hold on to those experiences. Um, you probably have pictures and things like that. Don't throw them away. Maybe you need to put them away for a little while. But do not just try and erase that chapter of your life. Honor that space, honor that relationship that you had and what it contributed to your life and move forward um, with the positives from it. My next tip here is to be objective. Maybe you are just taking things way too personally. Um, I know that there are times in life where things shift and you may be experiencing things that you just need to go through those things alone. Maybe you don't have the space to um, work on interacting or maintain friendships. Uh, one example of that could be like with a new mom, with a new baby and being overwhelmed from the responsibility. God forbid, you know, the new baby has some sort of disability. Um, that can be a very lonely space and that person may need to process that that experience either alone or with their significant other, or maybe they are giving more time to a community that is more supportive and inclusive of whatever that issue is in their life. And that is what they need in that season. 
So it's important to be objective and to step back and look at the full situations and determine why things changed or ended. Is it possible that that friend that you think you're having a breakup with really just has other things that had nothing to do with you going on and they just couldn't be present at that time? Um, when you take the opportunity to see a person as a full person with a full life outside of you, and then also look at the friendship more clearly, you may realize that you haven't done anything that you need to regret in the friendship and that they haven't done anything that, that you should be harboring feelings for. Sometimes it may not even be a breakup at all. It could just be that it's a rough patch of life that one or both parties need to do alone. And the friendship will pick up uh, later on in life or not even, you know, later on. When I hear myself say later on in life, I'm thinking like years down the line. Like it could just be that things shifted for a temporary time, be it a month, a couple months, maybe it is a couple years. But maybe that friendship is not really ending and that you just need to look at the situation and the person objectively. And then um, the next tip here is to consider counseling. Um if you have known me or if you have listened to any of the previous episodes of Transparency and Truth, then you absolutely know how much I advocate for having a therapist and being in counseling. Um, for myself, I have not even taken the time to process my own personal friendship breakup in counseling, um, but I am a huge advocate of counseling and have been in counseling for several other things that have happened in my life. Um, right now, I am at the point of starting to work with a new therapist and I was filling out my paperwork and part of the survey had asked um, if you had been in counseling before and if so, when and what for. And as I was sitting there filling out that part of the survey, I was like, dang, girl, you've been doing the work. Um, I had several different instances that I listed there at different points in time of my life that I was in counseling, um, whether it be by myself, whether it be with a family member. And I was using that space to process whatever those issues were at that time. Um, therapy is not failure. Therapy is not for crazy people. Therapy is not, to me, it is not optional. I think at some point in time, um, we all need to be seeking therapy. It is a conversation and an experience with an unbiased person who is there to help you process your thoughts, your experiences, your feelings. And their only objective is to help you feel better, get better, and do better um, without any outside motivations. And that in and of itself is life-changing. So with that said, I say that if time passes and you are still feeling out of sorts after a friendship breakup, you may need to speak with a professional therapist and there is nothing wrong with that. They can help you get to the bottom of what is actually bothering you about the situation they can help you process the experience, your feelings around the experience, and then also change your behavior if that's necessary or what's needed. So the next group of suggestions that I'm going to give are more about taking action. And um, while my last suggestion was to consider counseling, I want to add on to that with seeking out support. Even if you do get a counselor, you still should seek support 
um, in your immediate circle. Let your family and friends know that you're going through a difficult time. Tell them how they can help you, how they can show up for you, how they can hold space for you. Let them know that you need someone to listen to or that you just need somebody to remind you that you have people in your life that still care for you, even after you know losing an important friendship. The second one is... Um, to pursue your own interests. I cannot stress enough how important I think it is that whether it's the end of a romantic relationship or the end of a friendship, um, that you focus on yourself and not in a selfish way, but in like a healthy way. I cannot tell you how many times I've had conversations with a girlfriend who has ended a romantic relationship and they're, you know, I just want to be in a new relationship. I'm never going to find anybody. Where do you even find somebody at these days? You know, the whole nine. My suggestion is always do you. I know that sounds so cliche, right? But literally, fill your time with enriching activities that you enjoy, doing things that you enjoy, or even seeking out new hobbies, right? You figure if you are doing things and taking time to do things that you enjoy, you are more likely to connect with people that enjoy those same things. You may not meet somebody every time you go to an art class or you go to dinner or whatever, but by focusing on yourself and doing the things that you love to do, you open yourself up to the possibility of meeting other people that enjoy doing some of the same things that you do. And maybe it's not even getting out the house at all. Maybe it's, you know, you take on redecorating your home or something, or um, maybe you sign up to volunteer at like an animal shelter or with the youth or something like that. You can also join like online communities that are around your interests. So that way you can meet new people online. I mean, we have the luxury of technology enabling us to meet new people, not necessarily where we are only located at, but all over the world. Take advantage of that. Don't just sit on social media and scroll through your timeline and look at everybody else's highlight reel, which in turn can make you end up feeling even more depressed. Go and curate spaces for yourself that enable you to have the things that you want to show up in your life. So I don't care if it's that you sign up for an adult education course or that you buy a membership at a local fitness studio, go take the pole dancing class, go do something that you thought you would never do, you know, go, um, go zip lining, go on an adventure, do something that you think is of interest to you and surround yourself around those types of experiences and open yourself to the possibility of meeting new friends in that way. And that leads me into my next suggestion, which is to actually make new friends. Um, it is nothing wrong with making new friends as an adult. And I know for myself, at one point, I felt like because I didn't have um, the close childhood connections that I had at one point, I felt like I was just kind of doomed. Like I would feel a certain amount of envy when I would scroll social media and see people um, having experiences with their 
you know, childhood friends and they're like, we've been friends for 15 years and blah, 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 and those kind of things. Um, but there is always an opportunity for new friendships. And as hard as it is, I get it. It is hard to make friends as an adult. It can be really hard. Um, take the time to try and figure out how to do it because the reality is investing too much in any single relationship, be it a romantic relationship or a friendship, can be overwhelming for yourself. It can be overwhelming for your friend and it can leave you extremely vulnerable. Use this time to expand your personal and professional networks, to meet new people, to experience new things and put yourself out there essentially is what I'm saying. So um, the next thing that I wanted to suggest as a way to heal from a friendship breakup is to practice self-care, like real self-care. Um, in episode two of the podcast, I had Ariel of Resident Sis on and we were discussing how um, we can have a tendency to process things in unhealthy ways and mask it as self-care, right? So when I say practice self-care, I am talking about like the real self-care, the things that you do to nurture yourself. Um, try to avoid drowning your sorrows in junk food and comfort food, uh, taking long naps, sticking to an unhealthy diet and things like that. I am the last person to tell you not to go and have the mac and cheese or the extra scoop of dessert because that is exactly what I do. The problem comes in when you start doing that thing habitually. And the problem with that is you then put yourself in a depressive state because be it that um, you gain weight and you're no longer happy with the way you look and feel. Uh, you have may have a tendency to have less energy, so you're sitting around and just kind of sulking more. Instead of doing those things, try to stick to a healthy diet, practice regular exercise. When you exercise, you get those endorphins, you feel good, you look good, you feel better and you are able to attract those things to yourself that you actually want to attract and you feel better. And ultimately that's what it's about is feeling better. The next tip that I have is, and this may be something that you just need to do temporarily as you process and work through things. Maybe you need to clear away reminders. Now, I know before I said hold the space, honor and cherish, and I still hold true to that. But if temporarily you need to remove pictures and objects that remind you of the friendship because it is too much for you for a period of time, maybe that is something that you need to do. Maybe you need to box those things up and put them away in a closet or a spare bedroom and you can bring them back out when you feel a little bit more stable. But as a temporary solution, clearing away reminders may help you get to a space that you are ready to actually cherish and honor memories from that friendship. This next one is another something that I am a huge proponent of, and that is journaling and writing. So maybe you want to write a letter. Um, putting your thoughts down on paper can 
render a safe space and effective way for you to face the things that have happened in the situation and then to also let go of the past. I know for me, it is not uncommon for me to journal about what I am feeling, experiencing, and sometimes that journaling does turn into the form of like me writing a letter to the person and telling them all of the things that I want them to know. Um, I think it's important that when you are writing, maybe one time you write and you do like this dump of all of the feelings, the emotions, the thoughts, even the accusations, if you want to put that down and it makes you feel better, but then take time in your writing to focus on what you can actually learn from the experience rather than staying in that negative space of making accusations and you know, throwing out the negativity and things like that. The reality is you will usually accomplish more um, by taking time to process the positivity that you can pull from the situation as opposed to focusing and harboring on the negative aspects of it. Um, in some cases, you may need to just keep the letter to yourself. But in other cases, it may be therapeutic to actually put a stamp on it and put it in the mail or to send the email and hit the send button. Um, I only recommend doing that, like sending your thoughts, feelings and whatnot. If you can do it in a way that is constructive and positive, it does no one any good for you to just send, you know, negativity, hate and those sorts of uh, vibes and energy to someone else. And that leads me into my next and final point, which is to be kind and give grace. Uh, we are all human. We all fall short. We are all still on a growth journey and experiencing different things and hopefully taking the time to learn from them. Um, you might feel tempted to make remarks to mutual acquaintances when asked, you know, what happened with you and so-and-so? or whatever else, you may even feel led to post some type of negative comments or shade on social media. Don't do it, sis. Don't do it. You will heal faster if you resist that urge and resolve to rise above any pettiness where the situation is concerned. Um, I strongly re recommend that you wish that person well and that you focus on preparing for your own happy and bright future. The reality is you cannot gain happiness, peace, or balance in your life while you are wishing the exact opposite over someone else's life. At the end of the day, the reality of it, of life period, is that friendships will ebb and flow. And in life, you may gain some friends, you may lose some friends over the course of life, but the relationship can always make you kinder. It can make you wiser. It is experience. I've heard the saying that um, some friend friendships are for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Everybody is not going to be able to stay and go along for the ride. And as hard as it can be to end a friendship, sometimes it is absolutely necessary. Sometimes you do outgrow um, different people and that's a hard thing to try to face. But saying goodbye to a friend can be an opportunity to really honor the role that they played in your life. It can provide insights to help you learn and even cultivate new and deeper connections going forward. And so I really want to encourage you to take the time to 
heal after ending a friendship if you are really feeling all of the feels as a result of losing a close friend and not in a death because I understand like I use the term that I was mourning the loss of two friendships and it literally feels that way. I sometimes really feel like I am mourning the loss of those friendships. So it can feel like it is a death. But the reality is it's not. And we don't want to treat it that way. We want to learn from it. We want to become better from it. And we want to grow from all of these different opportunities. And so I hope that you take some of this information that I provided today to do just that. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Transparency and Truth. As always, I am so happy to have you here. Um, Relationships can be hard, but as with anything in life, they offer us the opportunity to grow and to understand ourselves that much better. I hope you enjoyed today's topic and that it allows you the opportunity to reflect over your own personal friendships and experiences. I also want to just let you know that if you are at a point in your life right now where you know that you need to do some growth work, there are some things that you need to work through. You might even know that you need a therapist and you're not sure where to start. I recommend that you check out tokenyahampton.com and check out the services that I do offer for coaching and resources that help you along your own personal growth journey. If you would like to join in on the conversation that we had today, check out the join the conversation link found in today's show notes. There you can share what you loved most about the show and or answer either of the following questions. Have you ever experienced a friendship breakup as an adult? And what's something that a friendship breakup helped you to learn about yourself? Want to stay in touch? Follow me over on Instagram at Takenya Brown Hampton or on Twitter at Takenya Hampton. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode. And until then, continue to grow for it, friends.